praise him. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. My mom pines. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this evening. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the life that you have given us. Amen. We thank you for the love that you have shown us. Jesus. We thank you for your grace that you have given unto us. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for your mercy. Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. Amen. Father, we are gathered unto you this evening yes, to learn your word. Father, we pray for understanding hearts. Amen. That we may understand your word and apply it unto our lives. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray that whatever would be a distraction to us this evening, Jesus. by the help of the Holy Spirit, may be taken away from us. Amen. And may our hearts be ready to receive your word Amen. with all meekness. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You are welcome to this evening's teaching service. I welcome you specially on behalf of the bishop, our father. And we pray that by the help of the Holy Spirit, will be instructed in righteousness this evening. And by the time we leave here, the word of God would have taken over our spirit, our soul, and our body. And whatever the Lord has for us tonight, would be able to receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. Alright, so like we always say, teaching services are like classrooms. It's a time to learn and be taught the word of God. And in every learning and teaching environment, we ask questions and we receive answers. Last week, we learned something. So quickly, those of you who were here last week, let us hear from you what you remember from last week's service so that we can go on to today's whatever the Lord has for us this evening. Yes, quickly. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Last week, Amen. So last week, we looked at the master soul winner and we used the woman at the well with Jesus Christ as a case study and how Jesus Christ was friendly and sympathetic towards the woman and he did not judge her. He saved her and the woman in turn Went and brought the whole community unto Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes, who else?
praise him. Jesus is alive. But last week said he is and say yes to Christo Nankasa and no yeah master so winner no. It's right, it says a woo cobe being so set uni nip uko chin a cra as a set uni or more fat young quo uni or more fine. Now baby I said you almost tibiano also bro once and now uni or more a pepe amen. Amen. God bless you, my Evelyn. All right, let us look at what our Father has for us today. As you are all aware, we are in a month of chosen for blessings. It's a month that God has chosen to bless us in special ways. And on Sunday, we looked at how to position ourselves for the blessing of God. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So today, we are looking at chosen of the Lord. The chosen of the Lord. If I may ask, what does it mean to be chosen of the Lord? What does it mean to be chosen of the Lord? Your understanding of what it means to be chosen of the Lord. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Please, it means in the midst of many people, you have been selected. Amen. Amen. It means in the midst of many people, you have been selected. Amen. Amen. And so, if we are chosen of the Lord, it means there were other options. There were other people but God chose us. He handpicked us out of the lot. Amen. Amen. Let us look at John chapter 15 verse 16. John chapter 15 verse 16. John chapter 15 verse 16. Yes. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. Amen. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. It's like going to the orphanage. There are a lot of orphans there. So many of them. But when you go and you are going to adopt, the orphans there, they don't have the opportunity to choose you that you should adopt them. But you go and look among them and then you adopt one or two or three of them. So in the midst of all those orphans, you chose to pick or adopt 
a particular child. That is what God has done to us. That we did not choose him. But he chose us. We did not choose him. But it is he God that chose us that we should be his. He chose us. He adopted us. He blessed us. Amen. Now, every child, every saved child of God has been chosen by God for a purpose. If you have been saved, it means God has chosen you for a purpose. There is a purpose for which God saved us. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Amen. Amen. He said, Before you were formed in the belly, I knew you. And before you came out of the womb, I had sanctified you and ordained you as a prophet unto the nations. And so, when God saved us, He saved us for a purpose. There is a purpose for which all of us have been saved. Yes, we have been saved to go to heaven. But there is a higher purpose for which God saved us. And that can be seen in John chapter 15 verse 16. He said, I chose you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit that your fruit may remain. So we have not been saved for the sake of being saved. But we have been saved to go and bring forth fruit. And what is this fruit that we are talking about? It is souls. Souls. That is why Jesus came to save us. He saved us so that we can go and save others. But you see, unfortunately, despite the fact that every saved child of God has been saved for a purpose, many are not fulfilling the purpose for which God saved them. And we have defined the purpose for which God saved us to be that we should go and bring forth fruit. And so if we are not bringing forth this fruit, it means we are not fulfilling the purpose for which God saved us. Amen. But today, as we study at the feet of the Lord, may the Lord open our eyes to see the purpose for which he has chosen us. In Jesus' name. That our eyes will be opened that we'll be able to know 
and understand the purpose for which we were chosen of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 29 and verse 30. Roman Huma he says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. And so you see, God foreknew us. He already knew us. And he had predestinated us to conform to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he knew us and predestinated us for that purpose, he called us. He justified us. And he has glorified us for that particular purpose to go and bring forth fruit. Praise him. Jesus is alive. The question is, why did God choose us? To you, why did God choose you? Yes, let me get some answers. Why did God choose you? You as an individual. Why did God choose you? Why do you think he chose you? I didn't choose your power. Yes. I want. Yes, Josiah. Why did God choose you? Praise Him. Jesus is alive. But when you have me say me swaba, I say when I shine in the moon, I say be swaba. Ojidi say anointing na opaum. So you believe that God chose you so that you can bear fruit. Ojidi say you have me say be swaba. Amen. Amen. Joseph, why did God choose you? Joseph, this is not my power. Praising Jesus is alive. But your father said, "Me, me, 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 Amen. He chose you to and do to his, do his work. work. Amen. Amen. Yes, Ajete. 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 Why did God choose you? This is not my power. Jesus is alive. I believe God chose me so that I'll be able to work very hard for him. So that you'll be able to work for him. Work for him. Yeah. Okay. Why did God choose you? Um, praise him. Jesus is alive. Please, I believe that God um, chose me um, to become a helper to his um, house. Amen. Amen. So God chose you to become a helper in his house. Amen. Amen. Now one, God chose us because he loved us. If he did not love us, he would not have chosen us. All that you have said is true, but he first chose us. He chose us because he loved us. God loved us even before we knew him. Before we gave our lives to him. God loved us. 
Let us look at Romans chapter 5 verse 8. He says, but God commended his love towards us. In that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he loved us. That's why he chose us. Even in our sinful nature, when we, were, when we were dead in sin, when we were in sin, deep into sin, he loved us. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So God loved the world of sinners. Though we were living in sin, he loved us. That is why he says, I chose you. You did not choose me. It is because he loved us. From the womb of our mothers, he, he had chosen us and ordained us no. to be an instrument of honor to him. Like he was telling Jeremiah that before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came out, I had sanctified and ordained you a prophet unto the nation. So he first loved us. That is how lovely God is towards us. That he showed us love even when we were sinners. By sending his son Jesus Christ to come and die for us. He says, many are called, but few are chosen. Many, many people are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 1 to verse 3. He says, listen, O isles, unto me, and hacking ye people from afar the lord have called me from the womb from the bowels of my mother have he made mention of my name and he have made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand have he hid me and made me a polished shaft and a squiver have he hid me and said unto me thou art my servant o israel in whom i will be glorified he said God had called him. Even in the bowels of his mother. God has polished him. God has chosen him. Amen. Amen. And he says hearing is love. Not that we loved God. But that he loved us first. And sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. 1 John 4, verse 10. Hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Praise him. So you see why he chose us. Because of the love that he has for us. 
because of the love that he has for us. That is why Paul says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Not height, not death, not anything. Not the pressures of the world is able to separate him from the love of God. It is the love of God that binds us to himself. How would he have chosen us if he did not love us? Why would he have sent his son to come and die a painful death? To come and die the death of a sinner. For a world, a generation of sinners. If he did not love us. We love him because he first loved us. We are able to say, we love you, God. We love you, Lord Jesus. Because he first loved us. He first showed us how to love. He is the definition of love. He demonstrated love towards us. He showed us how to love that is why we are able to love him. Because he first loved us. Amen. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. He first loved us. Exodus 19, verse 5. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. He said, if you will listen to me, then you will be a special people unto me. You will be a peculiar people unto me. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 2. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. And the Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself above all the nations that are in the earth. He says you are a holy people unto the Lord. And the Lord hath chosen you to be a peculiar people very special people to him that you should be above all the nations that are in the earth. It is all because he loved us. Praise him. Jesus is alive. In 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 but ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people that you should show for the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right from the onset, God has chosen us and ordained us as a priest unto himself. And he has made us a holy nation. We are very special to him so that we can show forth his praises. So that we can demonstrate his love to people. Because he has defined love to us. That when we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. What manner of love this is. What manner of love this is. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Chosen of the Lord. Why were we chosen? I didn't know power. God chose us because He loved us. Because He loved us. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 22. The Bible says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver. But also of wood and of earth. And some to honor. And some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these. He shall be a vessel unto honor. Sanctified and meet for the master's use. And prepared unto every good work. He says, flee also youthful lust. But follow righteousness. Faith, charity, peace. With them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. You see, despite the fact that God has chosen us. He had options. Like, you know, Jemima told us. That to be chosen of the Lord means that there were a lot of people but he selected you out of them. But despite the fact that God has chosen us, we also have the responsibility to avail ourselves to be used as vessels of honor. It is not automatic that when God has chosen you, you have become a vessel of honor. You would have to allow yourself to become that vessel of honor. Like the Bible says that in a great house, there are many vessels. There are some that are made of gold and silver. Others are made of wood and of clay. And there are some that are unto honor, some that are unto dishonor. But if a man therefore purges himself, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared for every good work. So you see, God has chosen us, but we also have a responsibility. We have a part to play as people, as people who are chosen. As people who are chosen. Praise Him. Jesus. Romans chapter 9. Romans chapter 9. Verse 11 to 16 and verse 21. It says, For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he said unto Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. 
and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Verse 21. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. Have not the porter power over the clay of the same lamb to make one vessel unto Anna and another unto this Anna? Praise him. Jesus mm. alive. Amen. Amen. So it was not by our will that God chose us. He chose us out of his own will. Even when we were in sin. Living a sinful life. He showed us mercy. He extended his love to us. Amen. Amen. So we are looking at chosen of the Lord. Why God chose us. And one is that he chose us because he loved us. Number two. He chose us that we might bear fruit. That is the ultimate purpose for we've been chosen. The ultimate purpose. Like we have seen, we saw in John chapter 15, verse 16. He says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. So we were not chosen for being chosen sake. We were chosen for a reason. We were chosen for a purpose. And that purpose is that we go and bring forth fruit. Amen. Amen. One of the reasons why God chose us is to bear fruit. He expects us to bring to bear the fruit of repentance. Of holiness, fruits of the Holy Spirit, and above all, to win souls. Praise Him. Jesus is our Our calling, or we being chosen, is of no essence if we do not bring forth fruit. Our chosen, we being chosen, becomes important it becomes relevance to God only when we bear fruit. So you see, it says in a great house there are many vessels. So yes, we are all vessels. But not every vessel is relevant to God. Not every vessel is becoming or has become useful to God. Our usefulness as people who are called by God, as people who are chosen by God, our usefulness to God is in, the, is in our bearing of fruits. It is when we bear fruits that we become useful to God. Matthew chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance, and take, think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. But I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. 
So when you repent, after God has chosen you, you must bring forth fruit of repentance. By not going back to what you were doing. And what will show that you are bringing forth fruit of repentance is by causing others to repent. That shows your fruit of repentance. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, Father, I thank you this evening. I thank you this evening for choosing me. For choosing me to bear fruit. To bear fruit. I go forth. I go forth to bring fruit. To bring fruit that your name may be glorified. That your name may be glorified in the name of Jesus. In the, in name, the name of, of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. 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 One more time. One more time. So our fruits of repentance that we bear is in causing others to repent. That shows our fruits of repentance. That we have been told that we were chosen for a purpose. But unfortunately, many people are not fulfilling the purpose for which they have been called. They are just living the title, I am chosen of the Lord. But the purpose for which they were chosen are not being or is not being fulfilled. And the ultimate purpose is for you to bear fruit. It is in your fruitfulness that shows that yes indeed you have been chosen of the Lord. Romans chapter 7 verse 4. Romans 7 verse 4. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to one to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. He said, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ. That ye should be married to another. Even to him who is raised from the dead. That ye should bring forth fruit unto God. The Bible says, Unless a grain of wheat falls down and dies, it remains a grain. But when it dies, then it brings forth many fruits. It brings forth many fruits. So we have, we are dead to sin in Christ Jesus. So that we are able to produce fruits. Our fruitfulness is a symptom that we are dead to sin. Our inability to bear fruit shows that we are not truly dead to sin. Because when we are dead as seeds, when we die as seeds, that is when we are able to germinate and bring forth more fruit. But if we are not bringing forth fruit, it means we are still alive to sin. But we should be dead to sin. We were chosen to die to sin and bring forth fruit unto God. Romans chapter 6 verse 22. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, 
ye have now ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life so you see god did not choose us only because so we could make heaven yes heaven is important that is why christ came to die for us but the most important reason for which Christ died for us and we were chosen by God is so that we bring forth fruit. Very important to God that we bring forth fruit. And as I told you that our fruitfulness is in the bringing of others unto repentance. That is how we demonstrate our fruits of repentance. It says, if ye then have repented, then you should bear the fruit of repentance. And our fruit of repentance is in bringing others unto repentance. That is how we show our fruit of repentance. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 11. Hebrews 12 verse 11. Now no chastening for present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Amen. Amen. It says, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. I remember some time back, was giving us illustration of how oil is extracted. In same manner, for a seed to bring forth fruit. If it remains just a seed, it does not bring forth fruit. But it must go through the unpleasant state of dying. And so, for us to bring forth fruit, the process that we must go through, the Bible says it is not joyous, but it is grievous. And it is necessary so that we are able to yield the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So it involves us severing ourselves from anything that is sin. It involves us severing ourselves from the world. And, and you see, anything that will cause you to be severed from the world is not pleasurable. It does not give pleasure. But anything that will keep you in the world, anything that will keep you married to the world, you find pleasure in it. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. And so you see, when the Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish, it is not as though there is no knowledge. The knowledge is there. 
But the acquisition of the knowledge, the process you go through in acquiring that knowledge, is not something that is pleasurable. And so many people do not find it pleasurable in acquiring that knowledge. And that is what causes them to perish. Like we are doing now. It is not something that is pleasurable. You get it? Yeah. Might have been like 100 times the number of people who are here. Now. Why? Because it gives pleasure to their flesh. But the word of God, which is pruning us, which is bringing that thing that will cause us to bear fruit, bring forth fruit. Because it is not, it has nothing to do with pleasure. People are not here. Amen. Amen. So he says, now no chastening for the present. Seemed to be joyous, but grievous. It, it, is, it is something that we must go through. So you close from work. Very tired. And have to come to church. And be taught the word of God. So that you can bear fruit. It is not something that is joyous. You, it, is, it is seen as being grievous. But it is necessary if we can indeed bring forth fruit that will, bl- that will bring glory to the Father. Matthew chapter 13 verse 8. He said, But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. This is about the parable of the sower. Amen. Amen. The seed that fell onto a good soil went through that grievous process of dying in order to germinate. You see, those that fell by the roadside there was no need for them. It was not pleasure, but you know, they were fed on by the birds of the air. But they that were able to be transported to the good soil had to go through the process of dying, the grievous process of dying so that they are able to bear fruit. Philippians chapter 4 verse 17. Paul says, not because I desire a gift but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So Paul was telling the church in Philippines that not because I want gift from you, I am doing all these so that you bear fruit which will be credited to your account. We must also see that way that not because our father wants something from us, not that he desires some gift, some sort of gift from us. But his desire is that we bear fruits that will abound to our own account. And so if he's leading us through the processes that will enable us to bear fruit for those fruits to remain, which are not pleasurable, 
we must endure it. Knowing that afterwards, it will yield fruits that will abound unto our own account. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Long-suffering, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. You see, all these things are virtues that comes as a fruit of the Spirit. And it is not something that, you know, you can just go and pick. It is something you must exercise yourself for. It is something you must train yourself for. It is something that you must attain. The fruit will only come when the seed dies and germinates and grows. The fruit will not come when the seed is there. You may have the mango seed or the pear seed. But until you plant or you sow it, and it germinates, you will not get the fruits thereof. Though you may desire to have mango, to have orange, to have pear, but the seed may be in your room. But until you sow it, and it germinates. You will not have these fruits. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So the fruits of the spirit. Which is love, joy, peace and all this. It just doesn't come like that. It just doesn't come like that. If it does. Everybody will bear this fruit. Everybody will showcase this fruit. But it doesn't come like that. He says, the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. Before the fruit comes, the seed would have to be sown. And when the seed is put in the soil, it has, it has to die in order to germinate. And it is not a pleasurable thing to die. Amen. Amen. Who here has died before? Praise him. Jesus, Jesus is alive. alive. Amen. 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 This death that we are talking about is not the gone too soon that we are talking about. It's a death that comes and when it comes, you are no longer alive to the world and its sins. That is only when you can bear the fruit of the Spirit. So until you die to the world and its sins and its passions and desires, you cannot bear these fruits. And these fruits are virtues that every Christian must have. If indeed you are a chosen of God, these fruits must be seen. Because when God chose you, He gave you the Holy Spirit as a seal to show that yes, indeed, He has chosen you. And so you must bear the fruit of the Spirit. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Ephesians chapter 5, 
verse 9 to 10. For for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. For you to be able to approve or prove what is acceptable to the Lord, the fruit of the Spirit must be seen so that you can prove what is acceptable to the Lord. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Shall be damned. He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And preach the gospel to every creature. The fundamental reason for we being chosen is in this that we go and bear fruits, bring forth fruits that our fruits may remain. So we see that if we are chosen of the Lord, we were chosen because God loved us. He demonstrated his love towards us. That is why he chose us. He first chose us because he loved us. That is why we are able to show a semblance of love. That is why we are able to say, we love you, God. We love you, Lord Jesus. It is because he first loved us. He showed us this love so that we could equally demonstrate this love to others by bringing them to himself. Amen. 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 And then he also chose us so that we could go and bring forth fruits that we might bear fruit. The most important of the reasons why he chose us for fruit bearing. That is why we were chosen. We were not chosen just so that we'll say, I am a Christian. Just so we say, I am ready and I am going to heaven. When we do that, yes, sir. we have not become useful to him. Every manufacturer, like the porter that you know, molds with his clay, he does it so it could serve a purpose. And so if he molds that pot, and it's unable to store water, then it is of no use. It has no relevance. So if you have been chosen, and you, you are not bearing fruit, there are no fruits. 
then you are of no use to the Lord. Yes, though he has molded you, he has chosen you. But the purpose for which he has chosen you, that purpose is not being served. But that must not be our story. The story of people who are not fulfilling the purpose for which they were chosen. We have been chosen so that we bring forth fruit. He made us special people to himself. A royal priesthood, he says. A special people to himself. That we show for the praises of him that has called us out of darkness. And, and in showing our praises, it's not only in our mouth, but it's in the demonstration by bringing forth fruits. He, he chose us to bring forth fruit of repentance. And our fruit of repentance is in causing others to repent. That is when we demonstrate our fruit of repentance. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So this evening, the chosen of the Lord. Are you chosen of the Lord? Yes. If you are chosen of the Lord, then know that He loved you, that's why He chose you. And then He chose you to bear fruit. He chose you to bear fruit. He desires our fruits. We must bring forth fruits. That is why he chose us. May the chosen of the Lord not be in vain. Because there were many people but he chose us. May the purpose for which he chose us not be in vain. But may we live to fulfill the purpose for which he chose us, which is to bear fruit. Be on your feet. Lift up your hands and begin to thank God yes, Father, thank for the word that you have heard this evening. Open your mouth and thank God that he has chosen you. That even when you were living in sin, Christ died for you. He demonstrated his love towards us, towards us in this manner. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Open your mouth and thank God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this evening. We bless you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for choosing us. In the name of Jesus, for choosing us from among the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That while we were yet sinners, Lord, you chose us. Christ died for us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you for choosing us. In the name of Jesus, thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you so much in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for demonstrating your love towards us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your love towards us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for demonstrating your love towards us. In the mighty name of Jesus, that even when we were lost, Lord, you seek and you search for us. You found us and you saved us. And you have chosen us. We thank you, Lord, for your love in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, he covered us. 
Amen, 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 amen. We have seen that he chose us so that we might bear fruit. We are praying that anything that is eating away our fruit prematurely, anything that is eating away our fruit, that though we go and we bring forth fruit, but our fruit is not remaining, he says that we go and bring forth fruit, that our fruits might remain. The fruits may remain. Anything that is eating away our fruit, that we are unable to see the fruits that we are bearing. We are praying this evening that whatever is eating away our fruit dies out of our lives. If it is the laziness that is causing our fruits to die, if it is unspirituality, the lack of spirituality that is causing our fruits not to remain, if it is the lack of prayer, that is causing our fruits to drop prematurely. We are praying and we are asking God to give us the strength, to give us the grace and the ability to bear fruit that will remain. Fruits that we can point out to. Say that I bought this fruit. Say that this is my fruit. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Jesus name have we prayed amen 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 have you seen a maze that when you pick the maze you see that on the cup it's just about three seats that are on it. That particular maze had 
the potency to bring forth like a hundredfold or sixtyfold. But you could just see about three or four on it. It means there was some form of deficiency. And so we are praying that any deficiency in our fruit bearing we are praying for the grace of God that we become efficient in our fruit bearing yes, that there will be no deficiency Jesus. in our fruit bearing yes, that whatever nutrients we lack yes, whatever nutrients we need to be able to bear good fruit yes, for which the fruit will remain yes, we are asking God to grant Jesus. us this yes, nutrient yes, in the name of Jesus the nutrient of prayer nutrient of Bible study doing away with laziness. Yes, yes, Lord. Lord. Yeah, yeah, brain, open your mouth and yeah, pray. Father, Amen, 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 amen. Lift up your hands. Now pray for yourself that whatever you would need as you set forth to bear fruit, whatever you would need in your life that will be able to sustain you in your fruit bearing, ask God to give it now. That he said, when we bear fruit and our fruit remains, and then when we ask, the Lord may give it unto us. Pray, Father, in the name of of Jesus, as I bear fruit, whatever I need, whatever I need to help me in this world, Lord, give it unto me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. In Ra ka cha 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 ra ka cha cha c
Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Amen.